Yesterday was the Feast of Pentecost in the Old Testament. It was the festival of the summer harvest. In the New Testament, in the Catholic Church, the Feast of Pentecost recalls the coming down of the Holy Spirit and the harvest of souls. In the first Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, 3,000 Jews were baptized and added to the one true church. Yesterday in Nigeria, over 50 Catholics, 50 baptized Christians were martyred. They were murdered by gunmen during the Holy Sacrifice, the Mass in Nigeria by a gunman. I've heard he belongs to the sect of Muhammad, but I don't want to get into that today. Instead, I'm going to give you some of the details and then uh, just a few words about martyrdom, uh, prayers, asking prayers of the martyrs, and whether we should be praying for the dead in this case. So yesterday, 50 people, over 50 people, were killed. They were martyred as a gunman came in to St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church in Oo, Nigeria. There was a video. I'm not going to show the video. It's very graphic. Bodies, blood, all sorts of horrible things. The governor said, I'm deeply saddened by the unprovoked attack and killing of innocent people of Oo worshiping at the St. Francis Catholic Church today. The vile and satanic attack is a calculated attack on the peace-loving people of Owo Kingdom who have enjoyed relative peace over the years. I'm just going to pause here. I think using the word satanic is, is accurate. And uh, here in America, we often say you know, when these horrible things happen, oh, it was evil and our thoughts are with you. No, this is a spiritual battle. If someone comes in with a gun and murders men, women, and children, many children. It's satanic. This is a spiritual battle. It's not just mental insanity. The demonic is involved. We need to start saying that. We need to say this is demonic. This is satanic. The Vatican also released a statement after Pope Francis learned of the attack. Quote, the Pope learned of the attack on the church in Ondo, Nigeria, and the death of dozens of faithful, many children, during the celebration of Pentecost. While the details of the incident are being clarified, Pope Francis prays for the victims and the country painfully affected in a moment of celebration, and entrusts both to the Lord to send his spirit to comfort him. Now I'm reading here from the Catholic News Agency, Nina Shea. Shea, a human rights lawyer and expert in religious freedom at the Hudson Institute, a think tank and research center in Washington, D.C., told CNA that warlike attacks against Catholics and other Christians are escalating in Nigeria. Yet most of this violence until now has centered in northern Nigeria, while the southern part of the country where Sunday's attack happened have remained more peaceful. Quote, a massacre in the church while filled with Sunday worshipers is an atrocity. That, we must, that we've repeatedly seen in northern Nigeria over the years. These are the work of Islamist extremists, unquote. That's Nina Shea. Um, yeah, but I mean, let's just remember that uh, the founder of that sect, Muhammad, uh, did brutally kill lots and lots of people.
that's part of the faith system. I know we're not supposed to say that. I know it's not ecumenically correct. I know it's not politically correct, but it's baked into the cake. Continuing, quote, while the facts are still emerging about today's massacre, it is clear with large that large scale. Oh, sorry, I read that part. Uh, Shea also criticized the Biden administration and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken for being passive in response to the increasing attacks targeting Christian villages in the north. Kidnappings and murders of priests and pastors. You probably have seen this in the last six months to a year. Nigerian priests getting kidnapped. It's happening. Also in Nigeria, they have the enslavement of Christian girls for sex trafficking. Again, by those who belong to a certain sect founded by Muhammad, who also had underage wives. There's been mob lynchings for blasphemy against Islam. So the Christians are not agreeing to the terms of Islam. That's considered by the extremists, blasphemy, and so there's mob lynchings. Shea, quote, says, Blinken needs to address that crisis, stop making excuses for it based on climate change narrative, and designate Nigeria as a CPC. Anything less is unconscious, unconscionable. Innocent, defenseless, religious people are being slaughtered in mass in an aggressive onslaught, even in areas like today's attack, where peaceful conditions formally prevailed Shay said, and I, I just have to agree. Christians are the most persecuted group on planet Earth right now. You might say, whoa, 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 what about, yeah, but hey, what about, you know, LGBT? No, Christians globally are the most persecuted group, and there have been more martyrs in the last 100 years for Christianity than there have been in the previous 19 centuries. Martyrdom is gearing up. Now, in order to better learn about martyrdom, I would encourage you to read the last book of the Bible, the Apocalypse, the book of Revelation. Beginning in chapter 5 and all the way moving up, it's the story of Christ taking the kingdoms of the earth, but along the way, Christians down here on earth being martyred, shedding their blood for Christ and being united. In the book of Revelation, the martyrs, are at the bottom of the altar in heaven, whereas the Lamb of God is on the altar. So there's this connection in the book of Revelation with the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, on the altar, and then all around him at the base of the altar are his martyrs because they echo the passion of Jesus Christ, the passion of the Lamb of God. So they have this intimate connection. And this is why I've seen people on, on social media saying we need to pray for those uh, who were murdered. St. Augustine said, the martyrs pray for us. The martyrs pray for us. We don't pray for them. If you're a martyr for Jesus Christ, someone kills you in odium fidei, that means in hatred of the faith, you go straight to heaven. No purgatory. That's the teaching of the Catholic Church. You did your purgatory by being a martyr here on earth for Jesus. The end of your life is so conformed to Christ on the cross because you're dying for Christ on the cross, you go straight into the beatific vision. Right away, saved, 
There's nothing more to purge. It's been purged on earth. So they, these children, these women, these men who were slaughtered in hatred of Christ and the Catholic faith and the church on Pentecost Sunday, they were brought up into the harvest and they went straight to the heavenly altar and were right there united with the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. That's what you see in the book of Revelation. And in the book of Revelation, those martyrs and those around the throne of God pray for us. They offer incense to God. And that incense is the prayer of people down here on earth. So these holy Nigerian martyrs pray for us on earth. Now we should pray for their families, their friends, those who are injured, those involved in these political situations. They desperately do need our prayers. So when you're praying your rosary tonight or when you're just having some mental prayer, remember these people in Nigeria and please do pray for them, intercede for them. But then these martyrs, we don't need to pray for them. We ask them to pray for us. Holy martyrs of Nigeria, please pray for us. That's a very important distinction in Catholic theology. Let's see, is there anything else on martyrdom? Oh yes, one more thing I wanted to add. Before Vatican II, all altars had the relics, the remains, body parts of saints inside the altar. Why? Well, it goes back to the book of Revelation, the apocalypse. The Lamb of God is on the altar, but in the book of Revelation, the martyrs are below the altar. And so, the ancient altars always had, originally, the bodies of martyrs in the altar, or under the altar. Over time, that was extended to saints. And the whole idea here, in fact, if you go back to the ancient sacramentaries, like the Gelasian sacramentary, the consecration of an altar is a form of a funeral rite. Why would that be? Because the altar is based upon the grave, the resting place of a martyr. You see this with St. Peter, St. Paul, the early apostles. When a martyr dies and is buried, they build an altar on top of the tomb or worked into the tomb. And they say mass right there because every time a martyr dies for Christ, he echoes, reverberates, the passion of Christ in time-space history. It's not a repetition. And so when we celebrate Mass, we celebrate Mass on these locations because it connects us with the blood atonement of Jesus Christ. Does that make sense? Sadly, since Vatican II, that's no longer required. It's part of the sacred tradition of the Church that's been muted in this very strange liturgical form. May these holy martyrs pray for us. Pentecost is a time of harvest. Sadly, we lost them. But from a heavenly point of view, they were harvested. They were brought in to the safekeeping of Jesus Christ. And they were crowned as martyrs. And they will reign high in heaven with Jesus Christ. We'll close. We'll pray the Our Father. And we'll pray the Our Father for all those who are wounded, who are left behind, who are injured, all those in Nigeria, and for all those who suffer, for the name of Jesus Christ, oremus. Nomini Patris et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Pater Noster, qui es in celi, sanctificetur nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, secut in celo et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum de nobis odie, et imite nobis debita nostra. 
sicut et nos dimittimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos amalo. Amen. All holy martyrs, pray for us. Martyrs of Nigeria, pray for us. Nomini Patris et Vidi, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And make sure you're praying that rosary every single day. If you don't pray the rosary, you're not on the team. Let's pray the rosary for those being persecuted for Christ. And until next time, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty, even unto death. God bless.